Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The United States Savings Bond Division presents Guest Star. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is your host, Wynn Elliott, greeting you on behalf of Guest Star, a transcribed feature program brought to you by this station and United States Savings Bonds as a public service. It's a reminder that your future security is best protected when you have a good nest egg of savings bonds. Today, we bring you a man who is known throughout the country as one of our finest actors on stage or screen, Mr. Thomas Mitchell. He'll appear in a special sketch I'm sure you'll enjoy. However, before we introduce Mr. Mitchell, here is the opening selection by Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra, a special arrangement of El Rancho Grande.
now our special guest, the distinguished actor, Mr. Thomas Mitchell, in a sketch prepared especially for this program, entitled The Prescription. Our setting is the living room of a fine home in the best residential section of a typical large city. There's a grand piano at one end of the room, framed in a tall, draped window. There's a huge fireplace of carved walnut on one of the long sides, and before it, paired love seats covered with expensive tapestry. And at a tall secretary, which stands between two French windows which lead to the terrace, is seated the room's only occupant, a woman. She is beautifully groomed in her early 30s, the mistress of the household. Before her is an open engagement book in which she's writing as a man enters from the main hall. Without looking up, she speaks to him. Has the doctor gone, Mary? No, Susan. The doctor has not gone. Oh. Oh, it's you, Dr. Warden. I didn't think you... You didn't think I'd stop to talk with you. You're quite right. Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't have bothered. I don't care much for this house. And what's wrong with it? Well, it's well built and has more rooms in it than a lot of others. Good grounds. But it lacks human warmth. Susan? Suzanne. Do you mind? All right, all right. Suzanne. I remember it was Susan when you lived on Elmwood Avenue. But that was a long time ago, Doctor. Yes, long ago. You were about the age of that son of yours upstairs. You had pigtails and freckles. You were one of the nicest, kindest, and I dare say one of the happiest kids in the whole town. Oh, sure, there were times when you and your father and mother and another half dozen brothers and sisters had a hard time of it. But there were good times, too. Weren't there? Of course, but... Then your pop made a little money. And you went away to school. Nobody saw much of you after that. You were spending most of your holidays with school friends or on those rare occasions when you came home with folks up here on the ridge. I'll admit I was a little disappointed. Never picked you to be a snob when you were younger. Oh, but Doctor, Finally, I... you married Freddie Porter. And in the course of time, young Freddie was born. You didn't call me when that happened. No, no. He was a porter, which made him pretty important. So you brought a specialist from Boston. But in spite of him, you delivered a normal youngster with the usual number of arms and legs, just like a thousand others. The only difference was that he was yours. And doctor, how is he? I've been so I'm coming to that. Nowadays, you don't see him very much. Pretty busy with your social life, I guess. But you do manage to spend a few minutes with him every day or so because you feel it's your duty to look in on him. You ship him off to boarding school, then to camp. As if it's a conspiracy between you and his dad to keep him out of sight as much as possible. Dr. Walton, I... Well, Susan, I... Suzanne, that's what's the matter with your boy. This sudden illness that caused you to call me, that's nothing but a cold. I can fix that. But I can't prescribe for the vicious thing that's killing his spirit and making him an old man while he's still a kid. He's starving for love, Susan. The kind that's given freely, not the kind you assign to him out of a busy day. Hoard money and social position all you like, that's up to you. But don't hold back the affection that's the birthright of every child, no matter who his parents are. Well, that's my prescription, Susan. And if you don't mind, next time call another doctor. Goodbye. Doctor, wait a minute. 
Hello. Is that you, Eleanor? This is Suzette. Susan Porter. I'm dreadfully sorry, dear, but I can't come to your luncheon this afternoon. I have an important engagement I'd overlooked until just this morning. I'm going to get acquainted Thank you, Thomas Mitchell. It was a fine performance. Thank you, Wynn. It was a pleasure to appear on this program. But I believe sincerely that the finest, safest way for the individual American to make his future secure is through the regular purchase of United States saving bonds. It's a good way to provide for his own future, and particularly for the future of his children. You know, I'm reminded of an interesting news item which was brought to my attention the other day. For some years now, a leading business publication has been conducting an annual survey to determine what 50 people are considered to be the top industrial figures of the country. Then, except for the war years, they have honored these individuals with a special dinner in New York City. The dinner which was given a few weeks ago was the first one since Pearl Harbor. And what was of special interest to me was the fact that for the first time, every one of these 50 industrial leaders were, without exception, college graduates. Now, there's a moral in this news story to every father and mother. If you want your child to be properly equipped to make a success of himself in this highly competitive world in which we're now living, you should see to it that he gets the best possible education. It's been estimated by leading educators that a college education actually adds $72,000 to the lifetime earnings of the person so equipped. So, every parent should start now to see that an education fund is ready for his child when the time comes for him to go to college. And the best way I know to set such a fund up and to set it aside is to set that money regularly in United States saving bonds. Now, this can be done automatically through the payroll saving plan where you work. Under this plan, you tell your employer just how much you wish to set aside each payday, and he does the rest, delivering the bonds to you as the money accumulates in sufficient quantity to make the purchase. Of course, uh, there are some who are not on the payroll, uh, professional people, farmers, or owners of small businesses. There's a plan for them, too, available through their banks. And that's known as the bond-a-month plan, under which a bond is purchased each month and charged to your checking account. Both of these plans are sure ways to save, because they're automatic. I recommend them sincerely to every one of you. Thanks, and goodbye. Goodbye, Thomas Mitchell, and thanks for being with us. Every once in a while, the background music to an important motion picture becomes popular on its own merits. Here is the first such music ever to achieve this distinction, Max Steiner's Symphony Moderne, presented by the Savings Bonds Orchestra in a special Sosnick arrangement for piano and orchestra.
have been listening to the transcribed radio feature, Guest Star, brought to you each week by this station and United States Savings Bonds as a public service. Our guest star today was the renowned actor of stage and screen, Mr. Thomas Mitchell. Next week, we'll have another fine program for you, so watch for it. Meanwhile, this is your host, Wynn Elliott, reminding you to buy United States Savings Bonds automatically through the payroll savings plan where you work. Or if you are self-employed, through the bond-a-month plan where you bank. <laughs>